0: Plus, take advantage of our everyday financing offers on top items, from refrigerators to laundry pairs. And there's more. Get your new appliances delivered or installed quickly at your convenience. Because Lowe's knows appliances, Lowe's knows home improvement. Subject to credit approval. Here at The Roar, every day is game day. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Hour number two out of bounds. We're high on life inside the Upcountry Fiber Studios. Upcountry is a stronger connection. It's an underrated song from my childhood, right there. Very good. Very good. You know that slaps. It's good. You know that. A rejoin it like is driving. That's what I need. You know, I need the. I need to be driven. Um. Six five four roars the number. If you like to uh, join us today, six five four seven six two seven. We got a lot of, we got a lot of texts on that. A lot of people on our same page there. We uh, we we always appreciate those.
1: I, I like the one from Skip. Uh, I have to go back and f- see. Can I find it? Can I find it? Uh,
0: Skip, what well, I can't find it. It's... Oh, I found it. Yeah, I never Skip. Chan- SEC SEC is a Georgia fan. If you think about it, the teams I hate the most are in that conference. See, exactly. Hey, winners pull for winners. And you know what else? Losers pull for winners. Hmm. That's why they're bandwagons, right? Uh, with that said, are you pulling for uh, Florida State to win their lawsuit? Yes. <laughs> we're, we're talking about for we don't pull for the selfish reasons. Um, this came out uh, around midnight or so. Our Shuffle, who is at warchant.com, has' covered Florida State for a while uh, he writes about an addendum to the Florida State lawsuit um, and this is this is in response which this is so interesting to me I'm gonna get a little bit deep in the legal weeds in a way that I'm only about 40 percent sure I know what I'm talking about so hang with me here uh, North Carolina if you if, just to reset the timeline. Uh, Florida State rather gave 24 hours notice. We're going to have a board meeting. We're going to sue the ACC. The ACC used that to preemptively file a lawsuit in North Carolina Superior Court uh, against Florida State, basically saying you're not allowed to find a law, uh, file a lawsuit. Florida State responds by saying we're doing it anyway. Uh, we just gave you a heads up because Florida makes us do that, and so we're doing it. And so they file in Leon County, which is where Tallahassee is. North Carol or uh, the ACC a couple weeks ago, uh, they amended their complaint to include that Florida State should be banned from doing any business. So it sounds like they want to try to box, if it's my understanding, Ben, correct me if I'm wrong, they want to try to box Florida State out from any voting or any, like, any sort of financial dealings with the league or anything like that. They say that because of this lawsuit, there is a conflict of interest at Florida State and they should be banned from doing any business whatsoever with the ACC. That is where we are. Two lawsuits, two different jurisdictions. ACC filed theirs first and amended theirs first. And now Florida State has amended their filing in Leon County. And here are the things that it says, okay? And this is particularly interesting when we talked about, uh, we even brought it up yesterday, that Clemson eventually is going to do this. And I say, eventually, like it could be a couple weeks, it could be some months, but it is go- it is going to happen. Clemson is going to do this uh, with their own lawsuit in Pickens County, probably uh, that they are going to attack the grant of rights. In some ways, probably not exactly like Florida State, but in some ways similar, in some ways different. Am I is that is that all fair? Did I mess anything up there setting the table for this? That is all fair. Okay, I have a question.
1: For any attorneys that might be listening, though, you could text the answer. Um, I, I do think when Clemson files their lawsuit, there will be some, you know, some subtle differences in their approach. But my question would be this: Is it better to wait for a precedent be, to be set by Florida State, or if Florida State loses that, does it hurt you? Or does it not matter at all? Are Are you following me so there? So
0: basically, would it be more beneficial to file midstream of their case rather than run yeah. the risk of them losing?
1: Yeah, and and also I acknowledge I've watched Suits for the last couple of months, and I am, <laughs> you know, pro- living in TV lawsuit reality instead of real reality, perhaps. But I I wonder if. I wonder if there's any
0: connection, you know, if one has any bearing on the other. That's a great question. Um, and you know what? I'm sure like everything else, uh, if we do get an answer, it'll be like, there's a difference of opinion on this in the legal community. Yeah. Because there might be. And if you're going to bill me for your opinion, disregard. <laughs> disregard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is what Iris Shuffle says about um, Florida State at warchan.com. In a 59-page amended complaint for uh, declaratory judgment, 21 pages longer than the original complaint. So they added 21 pages to this original document. The university took sharp aim at former ACC Commissioner John Swafford. Now keep in mind, Florida State is casting a wide net with the way that they're suing the ACC. It is fiduciary stuff. It is legalese. It is... Does a commissioner have the right to override? It is all kinds of stuff. Okay, they are. I mean, they are uh, to use a to use a uh, certain turn of phrase. They are emptying the clip. Okay, they're they're throwing everything they can at Florida State. <laughs> emptying the clip. Well, come, you know what? It is Leon County in Florida. i crying out loud. I'm going to come up with a better way to say that. That's more kid friendly. But that's that's what I'm going with. Um, it says, the university took sharp aim at John Swab for a number of allegedly self-serving actions that says cost member schools millions upon millions of dollars, and FSU's attorneys also rebutted several claims from and questioned the legality of the ACC's complaint. I love that in these dueling lawsuits, half the battle is like, well, they're not legally allowed to do that. And then the response is, oh yeah, well, you're not legally allowed to do that. <laughs> so that's, that's like half of these, uh, half of these complaints. It's amazing. Uh, it says, the new filing was submitted to Leon County Circuit Court Monday evening and later obtained by Warchant.com. Uh, and it says, while Hugh swaths of the original complaint are unchanged, it doesn't take long to sense a more combative tone and an effort of a more combative tone. It seemed pretty combative at the, uh, at the outset there. And an effort to put Swafford in the crosshairs this time around. In the second paragraph of the introduction, FSU accuses the ACC of, quote, chronic fiduciary mismanagement, bad faith, and self-dealing close quote they added the phrase self-dealing in this new amended complaint and the main allegation goes to stop me where you've heard this before nepotism and john swafford
1: i know what i know what we're talking about there other people may not in fact a lot of people may not know
0: so this is this has come up and maybe it is more like inside baseball talk But this is a conversation that's been had for years and years. I know amongst media types, and it may not have reached the fan level, but essentially it boils down to this: John Swafford's son was a longtime executive at Raycom. The fact that people were always like, "Well, why?" You know, the SEC gets their own network, and the ACC is on Raycom. Well, part of Florida State's complaint is that ACC schools have lost. $82 million a year in Tier 2 and Tier 3 media rights revenue as a result of a sweetheart deal that was signed over from the ACC to Raycom. Now, this is more the regional stuff like your your CWs and and your Fox Sports and Bally and things like that. Raycom, up until this year... And, and in fact, I think a lot of the Raycom people are still producing these CW games. But every game you would see on your Fox Sports affiliates and on Bally was done by Raycom. And it was seen as a conflict of interest because John Swafford's son was a high-ranking executive at Raycom. In fact, Chad Swafford was Director of Business Development at Raycom Sports in 2008 when the Southeastern Conference sold all of its media rights to ESPN, cutting Raycom out for the first time in over 20 years. Uh, There were 20 uh, Raycom employees laid off as a result of the deal, but Chad Swafford was spared in the cut, according to the complaint, noting that roughly 80% of the media outfits' revenues were coming from the ACC at that time. And so when the conference's media rights came up for bid on the open market in 2010... John Swafford according to the allegation made it clear to ESPN and Fox that Raycom needed to be involved in the package. So there was a danger in Raycom going completely under if John Swafford didn't make sure that the ACC gave them a significant cut. And the argument here is that in order to enrich Raycom and by extension his son that it. This what it says. Quote: When the smoke cleared, with the ACC members tier two and tier three media rights as barter, Swafford cajoled ESPN into entering into a separate sub licensing arrangement with Raycom Sports, under which ESPN sub licensed to Raycom Sports a package of content in exchange for which Raycom paid ESPN a reported fifty million dollars a year. It goes on to say, quote: The Raycom Sports partnership has cost each ACC member several million dollars and so continues continues to depress the value of their media rights and the cost of success of their prestige network through today. The ACC members saw no part of the payment Raycom Sports made to ESPN for their media rights, which could exceed $3 million per member per year is the insinuation, if divided among the then-15 members. So Florida State is basically saying that John Swafford sold the ACC over to Raycom, a portion of the contract just to keep it afloat and not to create the best financial situation for the membership of the ACC. It also cites a Forbes article from 2012 featuring the headline, Did ACC Teams Get Ripped Off With New ESPN TV Contract? And it cites Big 12 numbers that were higher. A Sports Business Journal article said that the conference's new deal was, quote, outdated. Close quote. Because the Pac-12 just signed a bigger contract with Fox. The subsequent for uh, Forbes uh, posted a subsequent article stating, in part, "quote When the ACC signed its previous ESPN contract a few years ago, Swafford insisted on maintaining a partnership with syndicator Raycom Sports, possibly giving away increased media rights revenues in the process."
1: Close quote. We'll go to the phones here, Um, but the initial lawsuit by Florida State. If, you know we didn't have access to all that, obviously it felt like you could poke a lot of holes in that. Like it was you're, a lot you're of the mud at wall. straws, right? Yeah. This, however, on the surface, sounds like there's some there's some meat to it, right? Yes. Like, like if you can show that the man for the ACC that negotiated this deal intentionally steered money to a company where your revenues would be less, simply because his son worked there. Um, I don't know. Again, my law degree ends with watching uh, the first five episodes (laughs) of Suits. But
0: Matlock, Law and Order. Yeah, I'm I'm a Matlock guy. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Perry Mason. Lunchtime back in the day with my dad. Heck yeah. Um, it, it seems like
0: there could be something to that. I would agree with that, and I want to get Chuck in here. We've got Chuck and Dave. Let's go to Chuck first. Chuck is an attorney. Yes. From Greensboro. The
1: The league office is not in Greensboro any longer, or else I'd be worried he would be telling us to <laughs> refrain from this topic.
0: Uh, he may still. We don't know. What's up, Chuck?
2: Hey, guys. A um, couple things. It's, I, I haven't seen this new amended lawsuit, but just listening to you, uh, this is a good example of why Florida attorneys are notorious For wasting time, Mm. Uh, is John Swafford named as a defendant in the new lawsuit?
0: He is. So um, there was a little bit later on. It says that all these claims are. Go
2: ahead. I'm sorry. All these claims are claims against John Swafford that are probably subject to a statute
0: of limitations defense, by the way. Okay, so here's um, let me let me read this real irrelevant. quick. Let me read this real quick. It says, interestingly, Swafford's name now appears multiple times in the complaint where ACC was used in the first filing. So, where they were suing the ACC in some ways, now they are suing specifically him. Uh, I take it there's probably some legal strategy in there.
2: Yeah, they can sue John Swafford all they want. I, if I'm the attorney for the ACC and I'm not, I'd say objection relevance, Your Honor, move to strike. Okay. I mean, it you're the, the stuff involving Swafford's son is just that's that's like you just said it's mudslinging. Um, you, one thing I want to point about the North Carolina lawsuit, and by the way, I agree. I want Florida State to win for purely selfish reasons. <laughs> but, uh, but. Just because they were public record, and I was able to look at both the North Carolina and Florida student, excuse me Florida State lawsuits, the Florida State lawsuit was kind of amateur hour from a drafting standpoint. I mean, a, a second or third year law student could have written that. Uh, another attorney of, like has told said, us that a lot too. of mudslinging. Yeah, a lot of mudslinging, totally irrelevant facts that I'm pretty sure were inserted because they knew the press would get a hold of it, and it was you know, incendiary um, topics for con- conversation that they could sink their teeth into. Nothing that would hold up, I mean, nothing really relevant to what they were asking. And the ACC lawsuit, I won't say it was a, a work of perfection, but it, it it was close to it when compared with the Florida lawsuit. But did, just so you guys know, nobody's mentioned this, one of the reasons they want this in North Carolina, it wasn't just filed in North Carolina State. Superior Court. It was filed in the Business Court. The Business Court was created about 20 years ago. It is for purely very complex business matters. It has special judges with experience and what's important is they are not elected. They don't care what voters think. And they have a law clerk who does research for them. I guarantee you that judge in Tallahassee doesn't have a law clerk and he's subject to being reelected after he comes up with his or her decision.
3: Interesting,
2: so, uh, and th- that's that's something to think about. And uh, if if I'm an ACC attorney, that's exactly what I would do.
1: Chuck, let me ask you this: You talk about the with, with them naming uh, Swafford individually. Is there a need to do that so that you can then tie him to the ACC? Uh, I mean, are, is the ACC guilty by association? There, no. I mean. It, 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 I don't see how the ACC,
2: it's a separate corporate entity that's really, it's not controlled from a legal standpoint. And, and less the bylaws for the conference are different from every other conference, the commissioner is just a, a, you know, basically a talking head for the presidents. The, the president's control the conference, which is a separate legal entity. Um, so all that stuff involving him and his son, that's just, that that's a separate claim you might have against Swafford. Uh, specifically, I don't see how you can tie that into anything that Florida State wants as far as getting out of the conference now, as opposed to in 2008 or whenever it was. Um, it's, it, it just it, it it sounds like a bunch of Florida mudslinging. All right. So, And, and I am I, so, I apologize to any Florida lawyers that are listening.
0: <laughs> you know what, though? You're not the first person that's brought that up. Um, let me ask you this, because <laughs> now I'm intrigued. Um, I, Florida State, it appears like everybody said they're going to challenge the grant of rights. Well, it, it, it actually appears that they are making the argument that the media rights deal that the grant of rights pertained to was negotiated in bad faith to some degree, like in two different ways here. Is that what they're trying to do, that they're actually trying to impeach the integrity of that document so that maybe it voids the grant of rights preemptively?
2: If it was negotiated in bad faith, that's not going to be – unless there's some area of North Carolina law, and I guarantee it's controlled by North Carolina, not Florida law, um, just because it was negotiated in bad faith, A, you've got to prove that, and I don't think you can prove that when you're talking about a complex organization with multiple voting parties in it. Um, and even if you could prove it, I'm not sure that would matter. It's still an enforceable document.
0: Okay, so this is my last question. I know I know we got to run, but I want to I want to squeeze this one in. So, like, if you're if you're Florida State, you're suing the ACC, and you've said that a lot of this stuff is basically PR. Like, you've written a legal document for PR purposes because you know the media is getting a hold of it. Is the point just to settle out of court to sort of put public pressure on North Carolina or on the ACC? To settle out of court and maybe not to win the court case? percent
2: of what they're doing. Okay. 99% so, of what they're doing. So they're
0: not actually trying to win yeah. in your mind. Yeah, and, and
2: some are, lawyers would also argue that is bad faith from a legal standpoint. You shouldn't file something if you're not willing to take it all the way to trial. But, you know, it happens every
0: day. Chuck, this is great stuff, man. Really appreciate the phone call. Thanks for uh, enlightening us a little bit on this. <laughs> no problem. All right, that was that was Fantastic. I feel so much smarter now after talking to Chuck. Stay with us. We'll get to Dave's phone call. We'll talk more about this in a moment. Thompson and King want you to know that there has been an important change
4: in veterans' rights. Vets or widows of vets who served in Vietnam in the Navy may now be able to receive Agent Orange benefits. Public law 11623 is known as the Blue Water Navy Vietnam Vets Act of 2019. These blue water claimants may also be eligible if their claims were previously denied. If you or your deceased spouse served in Vietnam in the Navy, please call 222-0200 or online at ThompsonKing.com. Wow, 2023 flew by. But I sure am
1: ready for 2024. My favorite way to start the new year is to make my home feel like new with ZeroRes carpet and air duct cleaning. Only Zero Res uses advanced patented process called ZR Water for superior, long-lasting clean. Right now, three rooms of carpet clean for only $119. Plus, mention me, Mickey, and The Roar, and you'll get a hallway clean for free. Easily schedule your cleaning online at ZeroResGreenville.com.
3: Show your love this Valentine's with exquisite fashion jewelry from Diamonds Direct and save an extra 20%. Now, through Valentine's, all fashion favorites at Diamonds Direct are on sale. All earrings, all bracelets, all necklaces, stackable bands, colored gemstone jewelry, and more. Lots of romantic and timeless gifts for under $500. Special financing available too. Don't miss this. An extra 20% savings on all fashion jewelry favorites at Diamonds Direct. Shop in store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct, your love,
0: our passion. New year, new you. I know you've been thinking about it because I was there too. i thought about it many years. And then I did it, Drop big pounds and never looked back. Look, like, any time's a good time to start something good and something new. But now, with the holidays in the rearview mirror, now's the time to start Ph.D. If dropping weight's on your mind, just for a second, forget exercise. We know it's great for a million reasons. But instead, call Ph.D. because it starts in the kitchen. Drop that weight. Keep it off for life. Now's the time. Go to the website, myphdweightloss.com. No one wants it to happen to them.
2: But unfortunately, chances are good that at some point it'll happen to you. Roof troubles. It's one of the most important parts of your biggest investment. So when you need repairs or a new installation, you need someone who you can trust to get the job done right. You need Joe Robertson & Son Roofing.
3: As a family owned and operated roofing company for nearly six decades, Joe Robertson and Son have built a reputation for quality craftsmanship. It's why thousands of upstate home and business owners have chosen them for their roofing needs. Beyond providing quality work they're proud to stand by, Joe Robertson and Son Roofing also takes a client first approach to their job. That means quality roofing, fair pricing, and complete customer satisfaction. Put it all together, and it's easy to see why they're the upstate's premier roofing provider.
1: You can't cut corners when it comes to roof
2: repairs and installations, so go with the trusted name in the upstate. Go with Joe Robertson and Son Roofing. Get started today by visiting them online at robertsonroofing.net.
3: The Pendleton Tire Company wants you to have a tire as strong as
0: you are. The Michelin Defender LTX is ready for the tough jobs and the long hauls. It holds up to tough conditions and will keep you rolling strong with confidence. Give Zach or Joey a call at 864-646-3694. Michelin Tires and the Pendleton Tire Company, a winning combination since 1973. PendletonTire.com.
4: Okay, everyone gather around. I have some exciting... Running her share. shoe factory, Kendra talks the talk Rebecca and the walks enabling. the walk. We're switching to green energy. She needs a biotech consultant to erase her carbon footprint. Months, all operations will net zero emissions. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Broadcasting live from the UpCountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. UpCountry Fiber is a stronger connection.
3: Baseball season's almost here, and we have you covered from now until opening day. Hitting its not about muscle. It's simple physics.
4: Calculate the velocity V in relation to the trajectory T in which G gravity, of course, remains a constant. We are the Roar.
0: Was I doing it again? Was I doing it again?
1: Man, you do you. (laughs) You do you.
0: I didn't... I don't even know. I didn't even notice. But I, I guess I was. It's all right. The way you busted it, it. out laughing. Air piano. <laughs> Air piano. Air keyboard. Uh, six five four roars the number. We're gonna go to the phones here in just a second. Um, let me uh, let me say this too. The other thing, which I think is hilarious about this that we didn't get to uh, with Chuck, is that Florida State has also talked about. This is amazing. It referenced the. <laughs> The unprovoked lawsuit against the university. Unprovoked. unprovoked. They, the ACC's unprovoked lawsuit. It says uh, that the, I mean, it just goes into some of the. Your Honor, they started it. Yeah, exactly. That's what. I'm, that's it. Like Florida State literally said, we are going to sue you. And, and that would have been an unprovoked lawsuit. But because the ACC did it first, Florida State's like, how dare you file this unprovoked lawsuit? How dare you do this? Uh, I can I see where Chuck's coming from here from a legal standpoint. The let let me just say one of the things that I'm certain of, beyond a shadow of a doubt, I'm I'm sure of this, that everything Florida State is alleging in that document about John Swafford is true. I am certain of it, as I am as sure of that as I am of anything. Some might say that that's why it's false, uncategorically false, because the things I'm surest about don't happen. I for sure think that Raycom got a sweet deal because John Swaver's trying to protect his son's job. I 100% believe that. But there are two things that Chuck brought up that are interesting about this deal, and this will go into the Clemson portion of the the Clemson portion of the filing if and when that occurs. The first is that you 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 can't just prove that somebody's son got rich because they negotiated a contract. You can't just prove that because that in of itself is not wrong. Uh, de- I mean, depending on what the statutes are. That in of itself is not wrong. It is, did you enrich your son and uh, cause a negative effect on the people that you're ultimately responsible to? You have to prove that. And two, <clears throat> even if that's the case, the fact remains that Florida State has to prove that when all of these presidents signed the document that they didn't know these things were going on. If John Swafford Wrote a wrote a check to his son for the difference between that and another contract. If he did that directly, if all the presidents knew that and signed it anyway, then I don't know that Florida State's going to be able to win this case. I think that's a that's a good perspective from Chuck. There.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I on the uh, statute of limitations. I think it stands to reason that they checked that before they filed anything, Un- unless there's some reason to do it anyway, knowing that that's just going to get thrown out because of statute of limitations, right? I mean, why would you go through the, through all the, uh, why would you go through all that knowing it's going to be thrown out unless it still benefits you in some way, by the way, you know, a lot of skeptical textures and I, and I get it. That's the world we live in. Uh, the gentleman that was on with us in the last segment before I put him on, I, I, I did verify that he was an attorney. I, I gave him the old search there. Okay. So Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh text and, and I, I ask I asked for an attorney to give us some information and he responded. So I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. And it sounded really good what he said. Uh let's go to Dave in Simpsonville, who's up with us next.
5: What's up, Dave? Hey, I really enjoyed that uh last segment you I just did. By the way, I just want to compliment y'all. Thank you. Um, the reason I was calling is I wanted to get your opinion on the million dollar WNBA challenge and the possible pay per view that could run off of it. All right. Uh, you're going to have
0: to be more specific I on no this.
5: I, you said a lot of <laughs> words that I okay. don't know what they are. Yeah. Our, our, okay. Uh, uh, gentlemen uh, challenged the uh, championship team from the WNBA to play a high school state championship team for a million dollars. And he'd bet a million dollars on the high school team, and they could possibly run a pay-per-view off of it and make more money for the WNBA than they've ever made.
0: Oh, that's so, uh, Clay uh, Travis. Uh, that's Clay Travis. Yeah, so a, a male
1: high school basketball team versus an, a, a WNBA team.
5: That's... The championship WNBA team against a state champion in uh, high school.
0: Okay, well, I mean, I, they might be able to raise money on it. I'll just say this: that uh, a high school boys' basketball team is not beating a WNBA championship team.
5: Oh, I think they're crushing them. I think they're uh, get that team with uh, Cooper Flag on it, and it would be just a it would just be a total embarrassment. It would be great pay-
0: pay-per-views, too. I don't... I, like, I yeah, just... I just disagree. Like, I've played against... Like, I when I was in high school, I played against college women's basketball players. They they could beat us. Like, I don't know that... Like, first of all, I don't even know what that... Is. Like, that's a... Clay... Clay Travis, a carnival
1: barker. Yeah, and now like, are are we choosing the are we choosing the high school basketball team as well? That's or, what, or are we just random?
0: So I'm reading about this now
1: because because I mean think about this: there are high school basketball teams that would have you know potentially have two or three or four All Americans that are going to be starters in college the following year. Right. I mean. Uh, on the surface, I tend to agree with you, but there are, there are some exceptions. I that could make it interesting. That could make it interesting. Here's here's what I. There are two things on this. Okay, L- let me ask you quick. Could the Fab Five back in the
0: day have beaten a, a WNBA team? Like when they were all freshmen in college, basically. Because yeah. um, essentially, it's what we're talking about. Um. Yes. I, I think mean, like, if you put them all on the same high school team, I think. Yeah, back in the day, like some could. of those Damatha teams, or I know, I'm just saying there there's some that.
1: No offense, like I'm thinking about you know Pendleton High, or, right? Or Daniel, or you know, no chance. I, I would just point out there are some high school basketball teams that that actually could beat a lot of college teams. Here's you're right about that, and I, I would I would agree with that. WNBA though is. Especially the WNBA championship team. That's that's a different animal.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're because you're talking about like, I mean, you're talking about the creme de la creme of women's. But ba- like, do people know how hard it is to make WNBA teams? Like, there is there is more. The players are better in the WNBA than I think people think. Here's here's the bottom line. This whole thing, Clay Travis doesn't care about any of this. He's just rich. He wants to throw a million dollars on this. It doesn't, ma- it, it doesn't matter. He's, he doesn't actually want this. He wants to make a point about this, which is that you shouldn't watch women's basketball because he thinks men's basketball is better. That's what, he, that's what he's trying to say. He, that's a publicity stunt for him.
1: I mean, that's, those are advertising dollars, basically, for him. Yes. Yeah. By the way, did, did you see what he did to Alyssa Milano last week? No. Did you not? I did not. I have not seen that. Uh, again, this is a man who, who throws money around because he has it to throw around. Do what you want to do with your money. Alyssa Milano, you know that she's very outspoken against Trump. Yes. Uh, and, you know, she's an outspoken political figure at this point. And you know where Clay Travis lands on that. Right. Uh, Alyssa post a GoFundMe for her son's travel ball team. Oh, uh, I did see this. So that they could go to Cooperstown. <laughs> and, you know, which uh, someone who you would assume has plenty of money herself. Of course, she got ripped to shreds for posting a GoFundMe. I don't care about that. But so Clay Travis <laughs> donated the remaining seven, like $740 to reach the goal. And then he, again, it's a publicity stunt by him. And then he said, uh hey Alyssa paid the rest of your GoFundMe. Only condition is your son has to play the tournament with a MAGA hat on. Oh man. Oh I didn't see this.
0: I can't believe I didn't so see this. I, I saw Alyssa lot post that. She thing. posted seven hundred uh seven hundred and ninety four
1: dollars. Uh it was what he paid. So I don't know <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what the response is and all, but anyway uh regardless of how you feel about the political nature of that it does illustrate that clay travis is kind of a
5: clown
0: yes i mean he's he doesn't actually want to answer the the like like it would be a risk for clay a million dollar risk for clay travis to do this and he, th- this game is never going to happen but he's just making a point i would just say you can enjoy men's basketball and women's basketball for different reasons simultaneously we don't have to choose um I would also point out, I mean, you can like one better than the other. You don't have to pick a men's basketball And look, it like, no one, this is another thing. Clay Travis and these people, they're erecting straw men. No, no one is arguing. I have never heard a single person argue that the WNBA championship team would beat a high school boys basketball team or even a college basketball team. I've never heard anyone argue that. He's fighting against nobody. Right? Right. I mean, he's not fighting against anybody. He's, he's not arguing against anybody. He's just throwing it out there.
1: Texter says, regarding NBA, WNBA versus high school basketball game, is Lamar Simpson one of the officials? <laughs> 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 that's fantastic. Thank you, Texer. Thank you. Oh, man, that's and well done.
0: How many, how many Duke recruits are on the high school team? Ooh. Uh, somebody said he's talking about Cooper. He is talking about Cooper flags team, which they, I mean, they are pretty good. They are pretty good. I'll say that. Um, does Clay, is Clay Travis really trying to, I mean, just ask that question. Is Clay Travis really going to put that on pay-per-view and risk losing a million dollars? Yeah. Okay. If you may,
1: if you pull that off, he's, he only has to put up a million dollars. Think of the money that that he might be able to
0: make it back. Oh, dude he he would roll in the money. You know what? that's would. a fa- that's a fair point. Enough people are going to pay for that. He would make a buttload. Of money.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh okay. man, forty four ninety five. Would you buy it? No. Forty four ninety five. Would you come over to my house and split it with me? Yes.
0: For I'd buy for twenty two forty seven or whatever. Twenty two forty eight. since what? I got. That you're hosted, <laughs> I'll O-O-B pay the extra penny. <laughs> I think that's. I did that fast. I think that's right. I mean, I would. I would pay twenty two bucks and watch that. Forty five is too steep. Can't do it. Middle class can't do that. Uh, gas expensive. We can. You and I could write it off on our taxes. That's true. That's true. It's all business expense. All right. We got a break. Stay with us. Hour two continues right after this. If you are dealing with the complexities of selling an inherited property or navigating
1: a property in probate, Samuel Property Group is here to help. Hi, this is Brady Brannon, owner of Samuel Property Group, your trusted partner in real estate solutions. Whether it's navigating probate laws or needing a quick real estate sale without the MLS, Samuel Property Group can get you a quick cash offer in as little as 10 days.
4: Visit SamuelPropertyGroup.com today to turn your property challenges into great opportunities. Mark your calendar for February 26th from noon until 1.30. It's the annual State of Clemson with special guests including Clemson University President Jim Clements and Clemson City Mayor Robert Halfacre. Register at the Clemson Area Chamber of Commerce website at clemsonareachamber.org. Join area leaders and businesses for the annual State of Clemson, Monday, February 26th at the Madron Center at 12 noon. Advance registration is required, clemsonareachamber.org.
1: Carolina Top Dressing is your go-to solution for maintaining a healthy and vibrant lawn. With our specialized soil conditioning program, we ensure your grass stays nutritious and healthy. Right now, take advantage of our limited time offer and receive a free lawn aeration when you sign up for our program. Trust us to help your lawn thrive all season long. Visit us now at at carolinatopdressing.com for your
0: free quote. And as always, Go Tigers!
1: Clemson Nation. This is former national champion Ben Boulware. If you live in Anderson, Greenville, Clemson, or Malden, South Carolina and you're looking for the best birthday suit in town, come get tailored at www.thejunkyardfitness.com Come by and see us at our four locations in the upstate of South Carolina. Your first week is always free. Hey, it's Toby from Wendy's. Picture a Baconator. The six strips of applewood
3: smoked bacon, the hot and juicy beef, the pretzel bun. Wait, pretzel bun? A pretzel baconator? And it's only here for a limited time? And right now you can get $3 off mobile orders of $15 or more with the offer in the Wendy's app? This changes everything. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new pretzel baconator.
0: Limited time only A participating U.S. Wendy's $15 minimum required before taxes and fees, account registration required.
3: Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, See for yourself why the team at Ralph Hayes Toyota and Anderson has been blocking out the competition for 75 years. PJ Hall here letting you know if you want to stay on top during the regular and postseason, Ralph Hayes Toyota has your next ride. From their certified pre-owned to all their new 2024 Toyotas, South Carolina's oldest Toyota dealer welcomes you. Ralph Hayes Toyota, Clemson Boulevard, Anderson. We wrote
4: the book on price. Ralph Hayes Toyota. 59 years is a long time, especially when you're talking about how long a company has been in business. But that's exactly how long Joe Robertson and son have been servicing and installing roofs right here in the upstate. 59 years. That means that many of the roofs you see every day, your neighbors, the roof at your favorite restaurant, even the roofs you're driving past right now, are likely a Joe Robertson and Son roof. Now, you might be wondering why so many people here in the upstate have chosen Joe Robertson and Son for their roofing needs for nearly six decades. And the answer is simple. They were founded on the principles of providing quality workmanship, fair pricing, and complete customer satisfaction. When you work with them, you won't pay a single dime until the job's been completed two your satisfaction so if you have any roofing needs do what so many people in the upstate have done for the past 59 years make it a joe robertson and Roof. call 246-0886 that's 246-0886 or visit robertsonroofing.net hey
3: guys did you go up a pant size over this winter shed that weight with semi-glutide from low country mail It reduces cravings, lowers A1C, and lets you lose weight with no strict diets or exercise. All plans include primary care, labs, medication, and more. No long-term contracts, just straightforward pricing. Proven results make men men again. Lowcountrymail.com.
0: Get the appliances you need right away at Lowe's. Explore the largest assortment of brands you trust, like Whirlpool, Samsung, and LG, in-store or online at the best values. Plus, take advantage of our everyday financing offers on top items, from refrigerators to laundry pairs. And there's more. Get your new appliances
4: delivered or installed quickly
0: at your convenience. Because Lowe's knows appliances, Lowe's knows home improvement. Subject to credit approval.
3: Commercials, snacks, prop bets, Taylor Swift, and everything else that goes into this year's Super Bowl.
0: Whether you're a diehard football fan or just here for the epic commercials, the big game is the event to watch. Game day essentials. Friends, snacks, and good vibes.
4: We've got you covered up to the big game. We are the Roar.
3: I was a highway man. Along the coach roads I did ride. So Six, five, four,
0: four five, roars five, the number. Five, uh, speaking of the big game, we got to talk about AFC and NFC championships. We still have not gotten to that, but we have to laugh at Tennessee first. That feels like a bigger deal. Uh, we'll do that in just a second. First, let's go to the phones. Tar Heel Chad patiently waited through the break, and he joins us right now. Chad, what's up? What's up, my man? Oh, doing great, doing great. Can't complain.
3: A few, a few, like all over the board things. One, um, the uh, the ACC office filing a lawsuit in the state of North Carolina on uh, the business court, which I'm very pretty familiar with. And it's interesting, the AC or the North Carolina legal system and uh, legislature littered with ACC graduates, specifically uh, North Carolina and a few others, because lawyers, et cetera. Yes. I find that to be interesting as we move forward. And I assume that if anything's tried in court, it will have to be where the corporation is domiciled, meaning the ACC it'll have to be in North Carolina. Leon County is irrelevant. Is that, is that the way I understand it?
0: Um, I, I think that's right, Chad. I think that's correct. Um, I could be wrong, yeah. but I think you're right on that.
3: Yeah. I, I think that's the, the part of, like when you sign on an employment contract or any agreement, usually if there's any litigation, it's in, don't, you know, the litigation will occur where the headquarters is domicile, meaning in North Carolina. Well, so that, I just the, thought I would, they that are, that,
1: that's one of the things that they are, that they are actually kind of suing each other on, uh, the ACC okay. in the, the first thing they try to do is get it thrown out of Leon County. I, I do know that when Clemson files theirs, they are under the expectation that it will be tried in Pickens County.
3: Interesting. Okay. Uh, well, I guess that'll have to be settled. Um, second thing, I enjoyed your rant yesterday. Uh, you know, being in North Carolina, I get it. Uh, lots of years of frustration. Um, however, I did go over to the Duke side of the house to get their side, to hear what they are saying and some of the sites. And, you know, I know, I think it was Duke JD King said basically losing calls the stupid. That was kind of the, uh, hot, that was his article written and he laid out, you know, laid out why. So it was interesting to hear the Duke side or Duke perspective. Obviously I agree with a lot of what you said, but I found it interesting the defense on the Duke side uh, and he laid out a myriad of reasons, uh, etc. And quite frankly, alluded to that Clemson was a dirty basketball program. You'd have to read it. <laughs> now I. Uh, you know what? You know what's funny about you, that?
0: There are so many people. Yeah. And I like I didn't say this on Twitter, but there were so many Duke people I saw posting the David Collins clip. You know what's different about that? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm about to get. Oh, buddy, I'm about to stick my chest out, Chad. You know what's different about that? Yeah. You Duke losers! Yeah. Y'all pay attention, okay? No <laughs> Clemson fan defended David Collins. Duke people defend the crap that goes on a Cameron. Like Clemson people are supposed to be defending David. Collins. Not a single. Cle- there were Clemson fans that were booing it's, David this, Collins in the building. I was absolutely, there, absolutely in yeah.
1: the building. And we, hey, hey, in hey, fact, somebody. One. I tell hey. you this, Chad. Somebody at Clemson contacted me two days, or maybe the day after the David Collins thing. Telling right. me that we had that we had bashed him enough not and not Eclipson officials, okay, I mean, not you know yeah. it wasn't like a just right right like yeah, we went in hard on them this is also the school that that supported Grayson Allen, so
3: I lose all credibility no, uh, yeah. with me when you well, come to that, that. <laughs> so but he it wasn't just that he laid out of other circumstances that have occurred since Brownell was there, just about the style of play. I mean, you could read it for you. It's it's pretty fascinating if you want to get uh, Clark to stand up and do a double Lindy, It's the perfect thing uh, to do that. So I just want to – the third thing, If I'm, this is just a general question. If Clemson went to the SEC, how long before – I mean, it, it was, it's going to take a lot of history to get mad at Kentucky, right? I mean, it's going to be like 35 years from now, Clark is going to be standing up. God, Kentucky sucks, right? <laughs> Rough is terrible. Yes, yeah, you mean, know what? That's the way it's going to go, right? Worth
0: it. Worth it. Reset worth the clock. <laughs> Reset the clock. I'm willing to but to forego 60 years and start building new resentments. It is worth it to restart Last the qu- clock.
3: <laughs> I get it. Uh, but I would urge you, urge you to get that Duke basketball report. Y'all, if y'all want to fire your uh, fan base up out there, that will just get everybody probably driving off the road, so you might want to be careful. Last question. I know UNC, I've still got questions on the Duke side of things, but we'll see. The top – who do you think is going to finish in the top four as we're kind of at the halfway point in the league, and I'll take it off the air. Take care, guys.
0: Thanks very much, Chad. Appreciate the phone call. Top four, I think North Carolina won. Have you seen this, by the way? Have you seen this story? Believe, somebody, believe somebody me, I've it had a us. million things sent to me for, by Duke fans in the last 72 hours. Somebody, and you've sent some stuff to them, too, which is – that's just incredible. Somebody sent this to me. I think you were in it too. Let me see the let's see if I can find the tweet. Uh yeah, Stan sent it to us like forty five minutes ago. Um I don't know if I want to read all this or not, but rest I, assured, I'm not giving I, them the ben- Rest the assured I could, because there's some really there is some really, really illogical stuff in here that is couched. It's like fake, it's like fake rational. Do, do do you have any comments on John Shire's post game comments? We didn't even get to that. <laughs> I think I said it <clears throat> I think I said it briefly yesterday but didn't really uh didn't really flesh it out. Um I Duke Duke folks don't understand this, okay? <clears throat> Duke 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 folks do not understand. Particularly younger Duke fans don't understand because I got some of this. Oh, look at a Clemson guy talking about privilege. Clemson guy's bringing up privilege. You bleep show. You're doggone right I'm going to bring up privilege. Clemson is an unprivileged institution, bro. bro. And bro, and bro, and bro, and all the Duke bros on Twitter that went to freaking DeMatha High School and went to private schools up in New Jersey and claimed Duke, the whitest people in America. Up in the Northeast, telling me they went to 15 Catholic schools, telling me I don't know what privilege is. Let me tell you something. John Shire and Ryan Day, very similar. Third base! I'm not going to let third base Shire tell anybody about, well, uh, if uh, if you just go back and go through all the calls, I mean, I, I guess... Uh, I guess, you know, if we want to do that, we could do that, but I'm, I'm not going to do You know why you're not going to do that, John Shire? You know why you're not going to do that? Because you've never had to do that. Don't tell me, oh, if we went through every single call of every single week. You've never had to do that. That has never, ever benefited anybody but you, John Shire. Shire knows that he lost Saturday, right? Like He
1: knows that he lost Saturday, which is why he feels so adamant that he has to defend
0: it. I actually felt bad. I may not say this, but I felt bad for some of the Duke fans I know that like understand what went on and have like no choice in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like and- there are Duke fans who are like, "Yeah, I mean, you kind of got screwed in this thing," but you still lost. You still want to get like you get a win in the win column, but you have to live with it. You sure. have to sit with it. Right. That's not cool. And you know what? I Shire can stick up for his team because they did make a couple plays down the. And like from his perspective, he. We talk about coaches in the press conference, they're talking to their own locker room. Mm-hmm. So he's probably not going to say, yeah, I mean, I think Clemson really got hosed on this deal. I think they actually beat us. He's not going to say that. But to sit here and, like, bash Brad Brownell because he's had the audacity to see what happened and say what happened? Yeah, how
1: dare he defend his team?
0: And, I, you know, Brad, I don't know what, they've, what has happened in private. Brad, for, for a lot of Clemson fans, Brad has, like, bent over backwards to be complimentary of Coach K. And Coach K has a Brad as well. They had a very good relationship, and Brad has never said anything negative about John Shire. To me, on the record, off the record, I've never heard him say anything negative about John Shire. The way that John Shire answered that question, it was a direct attack on Brad Brinell, is what it was. Right. From a guy who has known nothing but privilege his entire coaching career.
1: And in terms of any, any sort of dirty play, I'll just give you one example. Because he mentioned this in post game with us, you know, uh, ACC coaches now have a tablet on the bench, and usually their a GA or the video guy is watching it, so they can they can watch things almost in real time, and they can do uh, replays and all. The only thing that you can't do with that tablet is show it to the official to move, to prove a point. You're 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 out of there if you do that. Oh yeah. So, Coach Brunell said in, in talking about uh, the technical early, wanting to know if Jack Clark shoved the ball at the Duke player, he reviewed that on the tablet right then. And the reason that he did, and in his words to us, was, I wanted to make sure he didn't do anything because we don't condone that kind of action. Yes. He's looking at it to see basically to see if he needs
0: to punish Clark more because he probably rips him out of the game he probably doesn't play the rest yep. of the first half for that reason I would say at least the rest of the first half because listen you, you you people know I, <laughs> I, I'm i
1: around I'm around this team every game believe what you want to believe and Clemson fans know that is not at all who Brad Brownell is they, and, and for somebody to suggest that is really grasping at straws. And did David Collins have an incredibly dirty play? Absolutely. It, I did. think it's
0: the dirtiest play I've ever seen live. Yeah, I And, and
1: I would have been okay if they if they would have kicked him off the team. I mean, I like really. Uh, but but it was dealt with. You won't find. And, a... I mean, and but I mean it, that was that wasn't condoned in any way, shape, or form. People knew that.
0: Yes, you won't find a single Clemson person trying to rationalize or justify what David Collins did.
1: If you believe that, then you have to also believe that Coach K uh, instructed Grayson Allen to be a punk A the entire time he played. Yes. And they intentionally tri- trip people. That's right. So if, if you choose to believe that about one coach, then you have to also believe that about your coach.
0: It's just, ri- it's just rich to hear. I mean, I, there are a couple things in this story. We, we do not have time. One thing he said was that the result of the technical foul was trivial. And I'm just sitting there going, like, no. Except that he missed 12 minutes of play as a result of the technical foul. Well, well, he missed one of the two free throws, Ben. And he won by one. And he won by one. It was trivial. It was a trivial thing. Trivial. There's a defense of the officials at the end that makes me vomit. Hour 3 is next. WCCPFM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, anderson W A H T A M 1560,
2: Cowpens, 97.5 Spartanburg. We are the ROAR. There are many people out there, including the ROAR, that support Clemson Athletics and the many charitable events they do. Fort Hill Clemson Club is raising money for needs-based scholarships. Some of you can come to the event and some of you can't. Stay tuned to TigerNet.